Hello, black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, we celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, Black child. This week, as we relax, we will explore the idea of making a difference. This week's proverb is, if you think you are too small to make a difference, you haven't spent a night with a mosquito. What does this mean? You are never too small or too anything to make a difference. You can make a change no matter what your circumstances are. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I make a difference in the world. Now, lie down in bed and close your eyes. Are you there? Great. Take in a deep breath. Filling your belly with as much air as possible. Slowly, breathe out. Try it again. In, filling your tummy up like a giant balloon. And slowly, exhale out. Well done. Do this one more time and let your body relax completely. Your arms and legs are getting heavy. They melt into the bed. Your tummy and back melt into the bed. Your head melts into the bed. You are just there, putting all of your weight on this bed that was created to support you. Nice. This is your place. Does your jaw feel tight? Let it go. Check your shoulders. Are they close to your ears? Let them go. They can fall right back in place at the base of your neck. What about your knees? Are you holding on to them? Are you squeezing them at all? Yes, 
let them go too. This is your place. Yes, as a matter of fact, this place starts forming in front of you. You see a lake with blue-green water. And on the other side is a beautiful white and gold castle. The light reflects off of this lake and off of the towers of the castle. It sparkles and as you stare at it, you notice a bridge for you to cross. You step on this bridge. You are safe. Breathe in. And out. Everyone you love is in this castle. It has all of your favorite things inside and you walk toward it in peace. You don't have to do anything, just walk. It gets closer and closer. There is a ceremony today. Everyone is celebrating you. Breathe in. And out. You've gotten to the other side of the lake and you decide you want to relax in front of the castle. A blanket is already on the ground for you to sit. The sun warms your skin. The smell of clean water floats in the air. You also smell a bunch of roses near you. And you see a rainbow above head. In the distance, you hear the sound of a waterfall. Let's rest here a while. You don't have to do anything. Just breathe in. And out. That's it. Now rest. This castle is lovely, isn't it? It was a great place to relax by the water and enjoy the world around us. You can visit a castle like this anytime. Your body is your own castle. Your body is your home. And there is no better home in the world for your spirit. Remember that and Relax. Now we have two stories tonight. Both are about how someone can make a difference. So take a deep breath and let's begin. 
Teddy and Lulu. As a bear with more time on his hands than he ever knew what to do with, Teddy was the kind of soul who enjoyed wandering. When his human Devon was asleep, he would often get up and slink around the house. Sometimes this landed him in the bathroom, where he would rummage through the medicine cabinet. Once, he got himself in real trouble up there. There was a pink bottle that had some liquid in it. It kind of had the consistency of honey. He had seen Mom feed it to Devin when his tummy felt funny. It always looked so good, so of course he wanted to try it as well. Well, in all of his days of good ideas, this was not one. That pink gunk got all over his coat. How silly he appeared, turning on the faucet and soaking himself in water, cold water at that, trying to clean himself off. Ick! And how absolutely uncomfortable it felt to sit there drying all night and sneaking back to Devin's room before he woke up. Yes, magical toys took risks during their adventures. That was for sure. But tonight, he simply wanted to walk, visit the kitchen, maybe pop through the dog door and get some fresh air. No experiments, no risks, no adventures. Just an easy night. Teddy slid out of the headlock Devin usually kept him in around this time, shimmied down the bed, and walked down the hallway. He was almost at the stairs when he heard sobbing coming from the other room. This room belonged to Devin's oldest sibling, Isaac. Isaac was in college and the room was empty unless he was home for a break. Who could be sobbing in this room at this time of night? He slowly peeked in and the sobbing continued, louder this time. Looking everywhere for a human, he realized there wasn't one in the room. But the sobbing continued. He followed the sound to the closet, opened the closet door, and there he saw Lulu. Lulu was Isaac's old rocking horse. She was made of wood painted a rich brown with a black mane. The paint was chipping on her chocolate chip nose, and the only part of her that was not wood, her tail, was fraying like old thread at the back. Though Teddy had just come to the family on Devin's fourth birthday, he heard many stories about Miss Lulu. Isaac was proud of her and told Devin stories about how fun she was and the days he pretended he was a racer, winning trophies with Lulu. Teddy thought of the graceful Lulu as someone with no worries. She sounded perfect, wise even, beautiful, exciting. And here she was crying. What's wrong? He asked. I've been in this closet for the last five years. Isaac won't be coming back for me and my adventures are over. I cry here every night. I'm surprised you just heard me. 
What's a toy to do when her best days are over? She answered. Teddy didn't know how he could help Miss Lulu. She had been here longer. She knew much more than him. She was older and probably smarter. If she couldn't figure out how to feel better, how could he help? He started thinking about the ways that he had spent the last few nights. Exploring the pantry, trying on dad's shoes in the coat closet, laying on the porch with the puppy. Miss Lulu couldn't do any of those things. She rocked back and forth in place. And just then, it came to him. While she could not go to the other rooms, he could bring them to her. Teddy went around the house, gathering his favorite objects from all of the exploring he'd done. He even brought that pink goop from the cabinet. He came to the room and sat with Miss Lulu. Turns out, she knew more about some of his treasures than he did. For instance, he brought a helmet upstairs. He sat in it, explaining that he believed it was just an uncomfortable chair. My darling, Lulu said, did you know humans use these to protect their brains? Teddy was in shock. The nights went on like this for months, and one night, Teddy and Lulu chatted for so long that he fell asleep right on Isaac's bedroom floor. In the morning, Devin, concerned about where he could have left Teddy, went looking for him. When he found Teddy laying next to Lulu, he examined them both. They almost looked as if they'd been having a chat. As if Teddy had gotten there on his own. Nope, Devin let it go. Toys couldn't talk and they certainly couldn't move. But he did look at Lulu. She suddenly looked so fun and joyful. Isaac wouldn't mind if he brought her to his room, would he? He asked mom and dad who called Isaac at school. Isaac was happy that Lulu would have a new home in Devin's room. And Lulu loved her new home. Every night, Teddy and Lulu kept each other's company. They laughed, shared, and explored their world together. Well, that story was sweet, wasn't it? Teddy didn't know how he could help Lulu. As his elder, he wasn't sure that he could offer her anything, but it turned out just sharing his ideas and time was more than enough. He made a difference in her life, and she made one in his. He learned so much from her. This is a great example of how we can help one another and make a difference. And in the end, they were lucky enough to continue their friendship in a new place. Our next story comes from the Maasai tribe of Kenya. The Elephant and the Hare Once, there was a herd of elephants who gathered two bags of honey each 
to take to their families. As they walked on their path, they came across a hare crossing the river. She asked one of them, would you give me a ride across the river? One of the elephants agreed and said, surely you may jump on my back and I will help you get to the other side. Well, that hare got on the elephant's back and began eating his honey. She asked the elephant, may I borrow a stone? I want to play with it while we cross the river. Of course, he said. He handed her the stone, and as she finished the honey in the first bag, she dropped the stone inside so he would not notice a change. A while later, she asked again, Excuse me, I dropped the last stone by accident. Would you hand me another? Surely, he said. And she ate the honey in the second bag and dropped the stone inside. As they got across the riverbed and the honey was just about finished, she yelled down, You may let me down now, for we have reached the other side. She headed off. The elephant checked his bags as they were close to their destination and realized what that hare had done. He screamed, look at what she's done. My honey is gone. The herd of elephants set off to find her. They found her in no time and as they grabbed her, she slipped into a hole underground. But the hair on her tail was scratched off as the elephant grabbed and grabbed and grabbed at her tail. She squirmed, and then an idea came. That isn't my tail at all. That's a root. The elephant let go and then grabbed a root. Oh no, you've got me now, she said. And while he held that root, she scampered off. The elephant looked up and realized he'd been tricked. He was off to chase her again. The hare found a group of shepherds and said, Shepherds, do you see this elephant coming? Run as fast as you can. He's coming after you. They ran, and when the elephant arrived, he spent an hour chasing the shepherds. Eventually, he caught up to one and asked for the hare. The shepherds answered, She has long since gone in that direction. You see, while the elephant was chasing them, the hare gained a lot of running time. Next, she came up to a group of mothers and said, Mothers, do you see this elephant coming? Run as fast as you can. He's coming after you. They ran to their houses immediately. The elephant chased them and when he caught up to one, she said, She has long since gone in that direction. Hare kept running and found a group of antelopes this time. She said, Antelopes, do you see this elephant coming? Run as fast as you can. He's coming after you. The antelopes ran to hide and when the elephant finally caught up to one of them, he asked for the hare. The antelope replied, She has long since gone in that direction. Finally, Hare found a group of fellow hares. She said, Hares, do you see that elephant coming? Run as fast as you can. He's coming after you. 
you should all skin your tails as he is only looking for hairs with fur on their tails. They all quickly skinned their tails and the elephant came to them. He asked, have you seen the hare with no fur on its tail? They responded, do you not see that we are all without hair on our tails? Yeah, yeah, no hair. Look, see, there. It was in that moment that the elephant knew he would never find her. They all looked the same and the hare had tricked him one final time. This mighty elephant, he'd been outsmarted by a tiny, little, intelligent hare. What an interesting story. That hare was tricky. Though she was smaller and less physically powerful than the elephant, she used her intelligence to outwit him. The elephant may have underestimated her chances at outsmarting him and let his guard down. Using her intelligence made all the difference in her own life. And she was able to live to see another day. As we end our time together, don't worry, we'll be back to help you rest. Remember that you can make a difference. We know you already have and we know you always will. We just feel lucky to witness your brilliance. As always, it was so much fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget. We love you. Good night, black child. <laughs>